it can't uh, be the tick. It can't be the Venture Brothers. It can't be Mystery Men. It can't be the boys. It can't be Megamind. Clearly, I'm rattling off a list that I'm afraid this project might be compared to. Extraordinary Philistines is a an idea or a series that is using conventions of comic books and the superhero and supervillain conventions of comic books to explore a different story. And that's been done very well before, and I, 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 I am impressed by those versions. So the, 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 the fear is that people are going to think I'm just ripping those off, and I think part of that is there's a thin line here. Like, this isn't a parody you know, I love rattling off these character names and coming up with cool comic book-like lingo for all the technology and stuff. But this isn't making fun of that. There's, there's probably a little bit in there because it's inescapable. It's silly-looking and costumes and all. But um, I'm not trying to make fun of it. These are characters who exist in a world where super heroics are a real thing. So in that sense, I can't do the names like Sea Enemy or Seaman, uh, as he was originally called, because those are just jokes. So it's good to make that distinction. But what is this show, ultimately? It's, it's a relationship between two siblings who happen to have a supervillain father, and one of the siblings happens to want to follow in, in his footsteps and become a supervillain. The other one could care less, and they're taking care of their supervillain father so inherently it's about that family dynamic it's about siblings who maybe don't get along having to because the responsibility of family calls for it and maybe they care for each other but for the past few years they haven't because just they've they've gone different ways because they've annoyed each other they want different things and because there's unresolved issues with the parents so why use you know, why use superheroes as a way to approach that story? What is in the concept of comic books and superheroics that translates to a story about siblings having to do their responsibility of taking care of their parents? What is superheroic about that? Where Where is the connection? I, I think you're, you're, you're taking it a bit from, if you look at... The, the duality of the normal life plus superheroics. Spider-Man and Clark Kent um, are, the, are two characters I'm thinking of. Dazzler. They have lives that aren't connected to their superpowers, but they're constantly called back to them. So there's a responsibility in being a superhero that spills over to their lives. So why is it... In this story, this guy wants to be a supervillain. That subverts it a little bit, I guess. It's a twist. It's fun to play around with that. But still, they have to take care of their dad. They have to take care of this parental figure, possibly at the cost of their superheroic life. Or in the case of uh, of August, female character, it's, she wants her, her life separate from this. So, so there's something in there where dealing with the responsibilities that come from extraordinary circumstances. That's in there. The whole thing's called the Extraordinary Philistines. It's a play on words. These are people who don't necessarily care for the culture they're a part of, or supposed to be a part of. Um, 
Alistair doesn't care for most of his brethren. He wants to be a supervillain. And August really doesn't care for their supervillain past. She wants to be a loner. Um, so with that... I don't know. With that in mind, what is... What is the point of doing this as a supervillain in the superhero world? It's ex- there's That, by the way, is traffic outside. Sorry. The superheroics are fun and they're background elements, but they have to be key to the story. We are dealing in a world where the phenomenal is almost the norm. So what does it mean when something else is distracting you from that? Instead of the normal world where you're pulled into this bizarreness and the extraordinary, instead of the normal world where Clark Kent wants to just sit there, type up his articles and go out to dinner with Lois Lane, but then it's like he he hears that Calabac is about to crash an asteroid into the Midwest and he has to go stop it. So instead of that pull, what if it's most of these stories are the other way? I want to be exceptionally super villainous, but I got to get my dad's heart medicine? I don't know. I got to set up this house so he can live here. I have to get to know my father as a person as much as I want to be the supervillain. So it's it's a reverse of it in that the secret identity part is this part that's at least for, for Alistair, who refers himself as the Satellite King, look into dealing where he doesn't want to be the secret identity. He wants to be the villain. He doesn't want to be the kid who has these responsibilities. He wants to be the spectacular one. And so what pulls him away from being the supervillain is that. Coupled with August, who wants nothing but a plain, boring life in the middle of the biggest superhero-populated city in the world. And she's taking care of her dad. And eventually she's going to get sucked into storylines with a supernatural boyfriend, with this uh, interdimensional cult all she almost has this similar call to action that superheroes had where her life is going to be disturbed by these things. So that's in there. So I think the focus on on Alistair needs to be how are the responsibilities of the real world pulling him away from his superhero pursuits. The secret identity always suffers in the other stories. This one make the the he's a supervillain, so that you're bending it a bit, but make make the comic book spectacular one the one that suffers because he has to do these other things. That there's something to that. Um, I don't know if it comes through in this first episode, but I think the even the second one where he's trying to get so I, I have an idea where he's trying to to join this this group of supervillains called the Horla Society. And he's attempting to <clears throat> audition for them or something, but he has to take care of his dad. Like, that's the pull away from it. So that somehow has to be merged, where the thing that he wants to do is actually being distracted. The difference here, and maybe this is, this is ultimately it. Look at Spider-Man. Spider-Man has to fight crime, but he wants to stay on, save Aunt May. When Spider-Man was buried under the rubble in that famous issue and lifting it, he feels guilty because he can't let Aunt May down. She's dying. The reverse of that would be Alistair's supposed to be looking after his dad, but he's got to get into this group. He's got to find a way to leave his dad behind so he can get into this group. The pull there is to be the super one, not the normal one. It's it's a similar struggle having to be wanting to be what you aren't. But in this case, it's the fantastic. We're actually looking at when the fantastic world isn't real. And that's what pulls you in, that that's a distraction. So there's something there. You've got something to go on, sort of. Ooh, 